0: You're listening to Shared Sagas, an Australian RPG actual play podcast. This podcast features adult language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised.
1: The two of you descend into the basement, Mm -hmm. and as you can see there is a couple of sections to the basement itself. Because there's like t- two separate cellars
2: for different items, right? Yeah,
1: so as you just said, there is an ale cellar and there is a wine cellar. Now, the smell that you, that you picked up on, Mark, was most definitely coming from the wine cellar. And you cannot, at this point, actually see where it emanated from. There are some cracked barrels and rotted wooden shelves that have, and broken bottles of now empty wine. Uh, so there's the crunch crunch of glass under your feet as you descend, but you can't see any bodies or anything like that. Can everyone, everyone please give me a perception check? And actually, can I use hearing or smell for this, or is this eyesight? You can use, uh, hearing and smell, most definitely. Okay, cool. So I get advantage. Yes. Neat. Uh, five. Okay. You see nothing of note. Cool. Uh, actually, what
3: is the light conditions down here? It, it's pretty Ooh.
1: dark actually, so who's bringing a light source? That'd be me, I guess. Okay, what, what are you using as a light source? Um... In absence of anything else, I'll use a torch. Okay, so the sputtering torch illuminates the shadows of the ruined wine and ale barrels that have long since fallen into rotted disrepair. Uh, Hurst is not used to being a wolf and is overwhelmed by the smells. Okay, fantastic. So, Jez, can you please give me a perception check?
0: I can. What do I percept? Um, And that is 14.
1: 14, great. You see something very unusual you can see that there are some door spikes, some iron door spikes, which are stuck oh. in the wall on one section of the wine cellar. cute doke. As you approach to look at them more carefully, you swear from behind the wall, you can hear a scraping and shuffling sound. And looking at these door spikes, being a thief and a rogue, you are aware of the concept of a secret door. So of course, you look and see quite carefully that, yes, there is a secret door here, which is spiked shut, however.
0: That is Ooh. not a good sign.
1: Judging by the dust and the, I guess, the rust of these door spikes, in your estimation, this door has been spiked shut for years.
0: Um, So I just turn to these guys, because you guys are in the room now too, yes? Yes, yeah. And just say, well, that might be spiked for a reason. Uh, normally I'd say we just let things lie, but... Well, we've got to clear this place out.
2: Mm-hmm. Plan of attack. Hurst Her, is, it's like a, just a vague sort of woof of the scent. Hurst is unable to help because of are door spikes. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, who doesn't have opposable thumbs, this idiot? <laughs> 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 so,
3: can I reach the um, door spikes where they are? Oh, well, certainly yes. Okay, cool.
0: In fact, you're closer to them being snack-sized. <laughs> they're on the Oops. ground.
1: Yeah, <laughs> being snack-sized, <laughs> so they're on the ground. So, are you are you removing the door spikes?
3: Uh, once I get kind of like the okay from, yeah, uh, if we can
0: do it carefully and and silently. I would like to try to get a, sn- uh, a look in. Okay,
3: yeah. first we'll, we'll take
2: up position that. near you just in case. Thank you. Okay. Also, because I get pack tactics when I'm around ah, allies. Clever. Fantastic. So,
1: I guess somebody is going to be leaning down and removing the door spikes. Well, that sounds like me, then. Okay. Lyle, you grasp the door spikes and you yank them out. They take a bit of give, but eventually you do manage to work them out. Mm -hmm. As you do so, all of a sudden, the door starts to (laughs) slide open uh, in your your direction. It it, it appears to open uh, into the room that you're in. Initiative, please. As when the door swings open dramatically, you can see inside what looks to be three very very long dead corpses they look effectively like bandits they're dressed in i mean you for, it's hard to tell uh, whether they were even elves or dwarves judging by their height you you would suggest humans or elves or half elves okay cool. maybe male female impossible really to tell the difference but they're all dressed in leather armor and they've got rusted short swords and daggers uh essentially these are shuffling skeletons now it's just the barest remnants of rotted flesh hanging off their yellowing bones. For
3: purposes of the map... Yes. ...in the room that they're in, is, there, is it just an enclosed room with the one exit which we just opened?
1: No. So, in fact, it op- this secret door opens yeah. into what looks to be a, a relatively large, like 30 feet by 30 foot stone planning room. It essentially looks like a smuggler's no, meeting room. You yeah. know, big round wooden table. There is another secret door which is open and has stone stairs leading down and you can hear you can hear below the the rush of the sewers the door um, is smashed open Mm -hmm. you can also see on the walls there's maps of water deep there are the the, the, the the floor plans and designs. It, it looks like the sort of place where if a bunch of robbers were planning a heist, they would do so in this room. Yes. Mm-hmm. And these maybe could have been said robbers, but they're very dead now. Ooh. So that is what you see. Still a uh, yeah, your sense It sure is. So uh, initiative, please. What is Nadia's initiative? Seven. Uh, Mark. Twelve. And Ben. Twenty. Ben, you're up first. Sorry, Lyle, you're up first. You can see that these three animated skeletons now step forward and are going to come out and hack you to pieces all
3: right are they like in melee range at this point yes all right let's see then in that case
1: actually to be fair the door opened a little bit so you wouldn't be engaged with them if you wanted if you wanted to back off you wouldn't provoke an attack of opportunity you'd be about five feet from them
3: all right cool let's see i might try again for turn undead Great. Yeah, this plays out. All right. So, yes, turn undead. Uh, each of them, they're within 30 feet and can mm-hmm. see and hear me. Mm-hmm. Needs to make a DC 12 wisdom saving throw.
1: Fantastic. All right, then. So, that is two failures and a success. Sweet. So, you can clearly see the two, the, the two that are affected. Yep. And they just immediately turn and start to go. In fact, it's, it's actually their turn now. So yes. It's so, for
3: <laughs> intents and purposes, um, each undead that can see or hear within 30 feet, go and so forth, Uh my spend its turns to move as far away from you as it can and it cannot willingly move to a space within thirty feet of you. Mm-hmm. It also can't take mm-hmm. reactions.
1: Okay. Fantastic. So the two that have been affected start to Mm -hmm. shuffle with great haste, you know, by their standards. It's about 20 feet around. As their action, they have to take a dash.
3: If they can't dash, they can dodge.
1: So they have to move twice. Great. Well, in that case, that's it. They they move, uh, actually, they they shuffle all the way across this small meeting room and they actually go out the door and descend down into, about halfway down the stairs that clearly lead to the sewers. Cool. The one remaining, however, that was unaffected is going to take a slash at you with his short sword. Your armor class is 14, I believe. Correct. It misses. It lashes out at you this rusty short sword. You duck under the way and there's a clatter above you. Some sparks fly as it uh, uh, strikes the wall above your head as you scramble out of the way. Spicking. That is then going to be actually Inkfingers. Who wants to roll the crossbow bolt attack for Inkfingers? Would you like to do it, Lyle? Ooh, I'll do that. 18. Great. Wow, well, 100%. So, uh, the crossbow bolt shoots across. Will you roll a d6 plus 2, please? Oh, you roll a 1. Uh, 3. 3. Fantastic. So... The, cross- the crossbow bolt shoots across and it strikes this thing in, the, in its bony shoulder. Yep. There's a crack as some of the bones obviously, uh, you know, rupture. And, it, you know, it stumbles a little bit, but it's still otherwise intact. That is then going to be... Should be my turn. Mark's turn. Yes.
2: Okay. Because the the non-turned zombie yes. is within uh, melee range. It's a skeleton, but sure. Sorry, skeleton. Speak scary one. Because it is within melee range of an ally, uh, I get advantage against it. Great. Uh, So I'm gonna bite it, which is a plus four to hit with a range of five feet. 18 or... Well, let's take the 18. So that's a 22 to hit, which I'm assuming just does it. 100%. 2d4 plus 2 piercing damage. So that's 5 piercing damage. And this is with your fangs? Yes. So the target is a creature, I assume. Yes. Uh, So it must now succeed on a DC 11 strength saving throw or it gets knocked prone. Oh, fantastic. It's... Because I basically just pounce on its leg and just like bite and then yank backwards. Yeah. So as a wolf,
1: wolf, you... Lunge forward with a snarl. You grab its gigantic, uh, exposed femur. You shake. There's a crack as some of the bones. (laughs) The bone becomes somewhat dislocated. You deal damage to it, and thump falls down to the ground, utterly prone, still clawing pathetically Mm. up in the air, swinging its short sword around. Nadia. So here's the good news. Yes. It's prone, which means you not only get advantage, but obviously also your sneak attack. It's prone to what? Cool.
0: Death. (laughs) So, short still the sword. Uh, that is going to be a 24 to hit. Oh, wow,
1: definitely.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and... I think you put
2: it through its eye socket.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and... In Uppets terms of cavities. damage. Mm-hmm. Do I get so I get two D6 for my stealth and then my and then my D eight as well?
1: So it's it's one D6 for the sneak attack, one D6 for your short sword, plus your dexterity modifier. What? So basically it's two D6 plus three.
0: Oh I should be rolling a D8 for my crossbow. Whoops, I just oh. missed that. Who we'll
1: sent them back to so the So two D6
0: plus three, is that correct? Yes. 7 Sufficient.
1: <laughs> Your short sword shatters its skull, and it falls dormant. The are you going to be pursuing the other two? We probably so. should. Yeah. Have. yeah. Okay. So they because they've made it across. They had to go around, so they're just kind of on the other of the other side of the room, about 40, 40 feet away. Okay. Uh, so top of the round, actually, yes. There is one other factor at play here. Hello. Sorry. One moment. Something turned these things into zombies. One assumes that doesn't just happen by accident. A king zombie.
2: Isn't that just a bunch of zombies that have got yes. frozen together in their own places? Yeah, exactly. Well,
3: yeah, legs are kind of intertwined. Yeah. There's one mass. It feels like
0: somebody doesn't want Zombie this king. place to be rectified. We've got a frog in a bathroom. Hmm. We've got zombies in the basement. Okay. The kids were enough to put me off.
3: Yeah, that's true. You see
1: the size of them. <laughs> so, one of them all, all of a sudden, you see hmm. you see further back towards the edge of the corner room, you can see the shimmering outline of your poltergeist friend, and one of the zon- one of the skeletons all of a sudden flies across the room, smashes into the wall and while not destroyed, is cracked terribly. Oh. Uh, just he, And you can just see his, his angry glare as he watches this thing fly across the room, smash into one of the the maps on the wall. Yep. And then he just sort of turns to you and gives you a, a, a knowing nod. It's <laughs> just that,
2: that Robert Redford gif of like slow
1: zoom in, <laughs> nothing and
2: than just yeah. the, subtle, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, subtle,
1: the subtle nod. Ben, your turn.
3: All right. So there's still one like of them um, uh, pinned. Correct. Yes. All right. So let's try guiding bolt
1: again. Okay. Um, Against the wounded one or the other, or the other one?
3: The other one, I, I, I believe Sounds
1: that's pronounced good. Jotting bolt. Just what it is, <laughs> please. It is not. Eighteen <laughs> <19 laughs> to hit. It, very much, so yes. This is radiant damage. Does that do anything good? Actually, as a, as a matter of fact, you you would think that it would, but that it would, it, but it doesn't. They're oh. vulnerable to uh, bludgeoning, yeah. so that's good. Yeah, yeah that ain't us. But, <laughs> that, but, With then, my wolf's but the telekinesis was certainly uh, yeah. or, or, or augmented by that. All
3: right. Well, it's still good times for all concerned. Yes. Because we're looking at 14 points of damage.
1: Oh, that utterly destroys us. You're, you're a guiding bolt of pure white light streaks across this dull map room, explodes yeah. this skeleton into shards of bone.
3: I give the holy symbol of Taimura a kiss as it works uh, its magic. It looks like it's back
1: in form. Your spectre... <laughs> he, your your poltergeist friend uh, looks actually a little bit uh, creeped out for a little moment, <laughs> Re- realising, of course, that yeah. with, with radiant damage that could very easily apply to him. Well, <laughs> yeah. oh, dude, not cool! So he
3: oh really? So really? He, Thunderwave is going to give me some idea about spell etiquette.
1: So he sort of crosses his arms defensively, but then gives you but then gives you an approving nod. Uh, that is then Inkfinger's turn. Inkfingers is going to. Sp- uh, yep. Step up and reload her crossbow, and just peek, peek around the corner and try to shoot this thing. Uh, Ten on the dice roll. On the dice roll, so that will still hit. Her attack roll is plus four. Barely. Okay. So roll a D eight. Sorry, D six, pardon me for crossbow. Yep. Six. Just a little, a little crossbow. Uh, great. Well, that that that's it. She destroys the skeleton. The crossbow bolt streaks across the room, smashes the skull, and she holds the crossbow up in the air and goes, "Yes." Nice. Oh, this is terribly exciting. I can see why my father wanted to be an adventurer.
3: Your dad was an adventurer?
1: No, he wanted to be, he was terrible. He couldn't do anything. Mm. He had no gift for arcane spellcraft or for swordplay, but he he certainly had the dream. If you're looking to get out of the accounting business. She looks puzzled for a while and then adjusts her glasses and says, no, 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 family business. Numbers, numbers are my life. Speaking of which, what is this? (laughs) She says, (laughs) she says look at this secret room. Um, Hurst is
2: going to walk over to the other. So there's a there's a entrance to the sewers. Yes, is the secret room. Correct. This is... Uh, is it just like an open hole, or is there a door? I think you said the door
1: there's there was smashed. a yeah there was a door uh, which you can see from the other side looks to be a secret door. So on this side it's it's wooden door. It's yes, plainly a door. A plainly a door. From the other side, there's the markings of stone on on it. Okay. <laughs> However, it is broken and off its hinges.
2: So we'll need to get that fixed. Sure. But that's also good because we can get a new key put in and not have people
1: sneaking into our... And you have a secret, secret meeting room. Yeah. Yes. Which, right. we, very importantly, which hasn't been used in years. Yeah, it so it's clearly not, you know, a contested uh, secret meeting room. Hurst uh, mm-hmm.
2: is just going to do a quick, like... No. Scope out of, like, the room and the uh, area just down in the sewers just for any other signs of immediate danger.
1: Okay. Which I assume he doesn't mind, but I'll write no. if you want me to. No, 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 that's fine. So, so you skirt around. So it leads down into the sewers. Yes. Uh, yes. Once again, these are very clean sewers. These are the castle wards. So there's, while there's still obviously the pungent smell of mildew and other things, it is uh, certainly under the effects of the purification that exists throughout most of the nicer sewers of Waterdeep. Yes. And... That's really all there is to it. You nice. have now completed your search in, of the house. There are no further dangers. We're fumigated. Exactly, sir. So. Inkfingers finishes calculating her paperwork and says, All right, I estimate, conservatively, it will be approximately 1800 gold Ooh. to fully bring this place up to code and to, re- and to refurbish. Now, I don't know how much coin you have on your person, but. Lord Neverember has made mention of the fact that he would be able to offer up 300 gold okay. to contribute, and if required, it is if you do not have the means and the coin, you have really two options. Uh, this is not to state also, because this place has such wonderful potential, you could potentially put other augmentations or additions to this place. After it's simply been restored and repaired, mm-hmm. uh, there would be room to put in uh, well, to expand the attic, you could put another room in. Uh, you could put in a uh, a shrine in the back, for example. Uh, in the back, the backyard could hold either a shrine or it could, or it could hold a glade. Uh, the backyard is going to be a glade, unless anyone has. Objections well, to it. So, just explaining game terms, there's a is whole. That where approach. you are going to put the apple tree. <laughs> so I'm going to put a lot of things. <laughs> so, just to explain in game terms, you uh, there's a whole bunch of additions that you can add on to it if you pay for mm-hmm. them, which will give okay. you real benefits. So, so it's, this this is like the version of like go to the table and you can choose your upgrades. Yeah, we're we're an Assassin's Creed Brotherhood at the this moment. This is this is exactly so. So, yes. just, as an example, uh, the main one is a shrine so, or a glade for you two, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. if you were to to make a shrine or a glade, that means that every time you gain a level, as long as you spend some downtime at that shrine or glade, you actually get an extra spell that you can prepare. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Wow. So and there and also it'll allow you to uh if you spend downtime between levels to get to acquire an extra proficiency in languages or a tool of your choice, or if you do two bats of downtime, you can even get an extra skill training. If, if you build, for example, if you were to build like a uh, uh, like, like a thieves alchemy store, so you can, mm-hmm. so you can make, make like an alchemist thing. There's a whole list. I'll, I'll sure. go over the list. Step one would probably just be, you know, bring it back up to code and yes. <laughs> restoring. it. She says, uh, "How much money could you pool together now? Ooh. What is your what, what is your current budget? Actually, what what if any did we get for the paintings
3: and the chests that uh, we made off?" What yeah, with adventure.
1: Yeah, so you, so you got, uh, for all three of those things, 272 gold. 272 gold. So, a bit
2: so of... we could probably round it up to with what we have on us. Yeah. And as a group, probably yeah. say 300 easily. I would say so, yeah. Okay. Uh, so we say we can put up about 300 of our own right
1: at this moment. All right, all right. So... In that case, then, we're still looking at at least 1200 1200 gold. Mm -hmm. So, if that's the case, you really have two options, both of them very reasonable. One is you could borrow it. Uh, There are, and I understand that. M- Mr. Neverander has made mention of the fact that a couple of you are members of Harper's, or at least in association with them. Is this correct?
3: Are we, is that one of the things we're allowed to talk about?
1: Well, apparently. Let's just say we know
3: some Harper's, sure.
1: Because <laughs> is ne- a Harper as well. So, okay. he, so, if you do require, you could go to Mert the moneylender, who is, of course, a, oh, firm, yeah. a firm ally of the Harper's. And in fact, if you want to, to take on some faction missions for them, you could either... Uh, Borrow the money from him or you could uh, see if there's any work available to uh, to be paid of course There are other factions that are always looking for I suppose uh, Fresh and -and up-and-coming mercenaries to work for them. There are I have a small list here If you uh, being Mm -hmm. adventurers and mercenaries need to acquire coins for bounties and tasks done uh, you could either Go to, well, uh, depending on how you feel about it, there is Davil, who is the head of the Doom Raiders and faction. Uh, Davil, was it?
3: Davil.
1: Davil. Thank you. Uh,
3: Zantarim, you say.
1: But then, of course, there is the Emerald Enclave. They are always looking for uh, assistance and so forth in the city. I know they're
2: always looking for assistance.
1: So yeah. there, there's the Harpers, There is the uh, Emerald Enclave.
2: Do we know the representative
3: of the Emerald Enclave?
2: Uh, actually, I probably would have met them at some point, or Do they would name? have met me. Um, yeah. I don't have a name on me, but uh, my character probably would not. Um, <laughs> if you're
1: um, if you're uh, if you're an, an ally of or a member of I'm the Emerald sure Enclave, are. yeah, let's say an ally. Fantastic, not a problem at all. Uh, so. In, in which case Melanor Felebranch is oh, a uh, <laughs> is a groundskeeper uh, a groundskeeper of the Folconomia, which is a compound located on a block south of the Kulbat Towers additionally I, I know that you have not made any contact but Neverumber is a close friend of the Blackstaff uh, oh, he has uh, he in fact and nice. when, he, when, he, when he was an adventurer uh, saved her at one point so Did- she, she owes him a favour no. if you wish to work for her her faction Force Grey for, for the greyhounds that of under her, that is possible. Vajra Safar, the black stuff. She is always eager to work with uh, adventurers and mercenaries, always has lots of things that need doing, and is, it can often pay very well. Um, Tom? Yes. The maps and stuff on the walls? Yes.
2: What are they, like, I know they're of uh, Neverwinter and Disgenerally, Yes. but do they seem, seem to be
1: indicating anything in particular? Uh, yes, in fact. You mm. can see that a couple of them are noted as, well, frankly, Xanathar Guild hideouts and uh, storage rooms.
3: God, how much do we want to piss off?
2: Yeah, that's a real question. Um, I mean, that wouldn't...
1: There was one, so, I <laughs> mean, bear in mind, this is years old, but yeah. there is, it appears that, when they were killed, and there's still not a lot of evidence on how that happened, by the way, which is very strange. But yeah. the when they were killed, the last thing they were planning mm. seems to have been an assault on a Xanathar warehouse, essentially. A heist, basically, on, on a Xanathar warehouse. So, yeah. it, just about this room, my assumption,
2: based off what little evidence we have, mm-hmm. goes like this. They wanted to attack the Xanathar for reasons still a thing. Seems likely. Uh, with the dist- with this door from the sewer being destroyed indicates that's how whoever killed them would okay. have got in
3: here Given- it was the zenithar that also had a uh, secret access to the other tavern the one that we took advantage of that is correct so this is Probably some sort of network of secret tunnels that they may have.
1: Well, don't, don't forget, the Xanathar Guild is the criminal faction, in yeah. Waterdeep, it even, has been for the longest time. These bandits or thieves or whatnot could have belonged to, to another gang. You don't think there's Xanatharim just because, well, it's hard to no, tell. No, like given they, the they time have, frame, it yeah. seems unlikely. Yes. There's but. an Mara more. It's only recently that they've been brave enough to try their hand at uh, Waterdeep's Deep. criminal underground because of the fact that previously they didn't have Manchun leading them mm. uh, personally, apparently, or one of his clones, at least. So, but no, so any any gang or other smaller criminal faction is always going to be very small. <laughs> there, are, there are no other large mm. scale, uh, until recently, of course. So this, this feels like the corpses could have been
2: left Mm. to take down maybe if they thought someone else was coming back I don't know there's a lot of reasons why you can reanimate a corpse and just leave them there but these you can't
3: somebody spiked it from the outside so somebody did escape
2: it is also very expensive to unmake a hideout Mm. so while the maps might not point to current Xenathar treasures stuff could be there
1: worth looking into
3: it is. We should probably talk about that later. I yeah. say looking over at, um...
1: Inkfingers. So Inkfingers says, So, I have one quick question. Actually, could I borrow you for a moment, Jez? Uh, alright. So she, she takes you outside. What's up? Is Lyle married? What? Lyle, is he married?
0: So oh, I, I don't
1: know. Do, do you know if he's seeing anyone? Oh, God. Really?
0: Is this happening? Yes.
1: This is all very exciting. No, I don't think he was,
0: he's married.
1: He was very brave.
0: Is he? She, she says, yes, I believe so. Oh, okay. Well,
1: Why? yeah,
0: sure. He's we- uh, he's single and uh, ready to mingle, as they say.
1: <laughs> do they
0: say that? Is that something people say? I I guess. Do you want use I mean, just, I don't know, woman up. Ask him out. Just could you just could you just
1: no 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 no. It's it's look it it, it's just like doing building instruction. You must lay foundations first before you build the scaffolding. Can you put in some? Could you could you put in a good word for me at some point? Don't make it too obvious. Don't do it straight away.
0: Oh right, okay, yep, subtle, right. Indeed, yes. Oh, thank yeah. you so much. Chuck. No worries, no, no. worries. <laughs> so and, she... and then and then we both walk back into. No! And there's, a, and there's that, that knowing womanly
1: wink between the two yeah. of you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oi, uh, Lyle! There it is. This uh, this broad fancies you. you. How about that?
1: You suck out loud. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> she she's got some. For you, Stop. your little snack.
1: Oh. <laughs> you little
0: snack.
1: So, I'm so, on, giving one. So she turns bright red and says, "I don't care how good a swordfighter you are. I'm going to kill you."
0: <laughs> she says, "You'll take me
1: later, love." She says. I need to pass on the introductions to whomever you would like to speak to. Yeah, so, yes, yes, that's a good idea. Do you want to borrow the money from Mert or from Dabble? Uh, Mert's returns are better, and he won't send people to break your legs if you don't pay up on time. Well, that's probably, that's probably a really uh, good thing. I don't like borrowing money. Okay. Well... I can make introductions for him or for any of the other factions to accept some work. I can make the, I can yeah. arrange the meeting. Prefer
2: to do it our way. Borrowing money to make stuff is basically like rolling a big boulder
1: uphill. She nods and says, if you have the means uh, to earn your living, then I suggest that were you to take on a couple of uh, smaller tasks, you should have the money in no time.
3: Yes, yes,
1: yes. The Harpers great. and Force Grey pay well. I, I honestly don't know how the Zentarem pay, but I suppose... I suspect well, but I don't know if what they would ask you to do would match up with your uh, moral compasses. She shrugs and says, anyway, I will make, I will make uh, the introduction to any of them that you wish. All right, well, it's probably something that we need to
2: talk about. (laughs) Yeah, as a group, where our, our friends are um, sleeping off we, some we particularly nasty. About, we need hangovers. to talk
3: about a lot of things.
2: I need to have as some.
1: A group. I'm going to see if there's any more about that wine left. <laughs> so she runs upstairs. She, I'll be waiting upstairs after you've had your discussion. Lyle, you should go help her with that. <laughs>
3: she, yeah, I'm not taking. I'm not taking any further advice. <laughs> from the You didn't take three.
2: any advice from me. No. Also, this is all kind of very normative, isn't it? Like, just because they're half links doesn't mean they're into each other. No, absolutely, you know but
0: they are into each other.
3: <laughs> you know what? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> she's
1: gone by now. She 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 scares
3: her. Literally knocked me off. A th- of a two-story window and I feel he was the better help in yeah this scenario
2: yeah because I stopped you from being swallowed by the giant toad that nobody's giving me credit for which I don't mind except for the fact that you're getting credit for basically just being
1: eaten an invisible hand wipes the shards of glass mm-hmm. and ah, dust off the desk yes. and start and starts to correct the chairs and actually actually, Sorry, actually I, kind of pulls the pulls the seats back for you you know, like a little, uh, like a like, a, like an invisible life. Like an invisible servant. Uh, Life. Do you? Oh God! How are we going to do this? What are you trying to do?
0: Sit down. It's, life is a real challenge. For... Have you been it here it? It since? It
2: no, I
3: turned back. Obviously, yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Have you been here since before I gesture, sort of broadly at the zombie, co- uh, the skeleton corpses? Since before that happened? Uh, there is a yes drawn in the dust on the table. That works. Uh, okay. Uh, Thirty-two years. He writes. Christ. <laughs> All right, so that's probably some good
1: information because... That's weird too, by the way. It one. is. Yes. Yeah. I have some questions. Can you... Actually, sorry. Can you... This, this definitely is something I should have asked for before. Yeah. I, I assume... Are you trained in religion? Uh, religion, me, no would you believe. Wow. That
0: doesn't make sense No,
3: here's the thing, I have a very like, it's not a, uh, I will observe the holidays of Timora, mm. and I will you know, offer the prayers and what have you mm-hmm. No, Timora in this case is the patron god of good luck, so I do things like, he, that he, Ways he, that encourages good luck.
2: You're, you are a missionary not yeah. uh, someone involved in yeah. like, the, the theory and but the, the, you, the structure yeah, of even, the even You're not a theolo- yeah, theologian none of the,
3: Not a theologian, but also missionary is probably even too, fung- too much of a formal thing. It is just, in this case, my relationship with the God is not about tomes and observances in this case. It is about doing things like avoiding breaking a mirror or stepping under um, a ladder or, you know, making whatever things if a black cat crosses my path.
1: Absolutely so. Uh, Fantastic. Tom, I rolled a 14 on religion. Okay, so you know that... So, a a poltergeist is a more benevolent or at least more neutral version of a specter. And... Typically, in both cases, they are your classic unresolved business ah thing. But what, what's interesting though is that normally business is resolved by now. They they're not typically they are not undead that last for that long. Either they're destroyed by someone, or they're banished, or they resolve their business. So, thirty two years is definitely definitely something that. Uh, so basically, the fact
2: that like thirty two years. Like, I don't know a lot about poltergeists, but I'm like, that's long for a poltergeist. It is, very much yeah. so.
1: They're like, do you, were you part of this group? No! Exclam- <laughs> he writes no! Exclamation mark, and underlines it, it. Yeah. Underlines it, not criminal.
2: All right, all right. Uh, righto.
1: <laughs> Mate, Bartender. <laughs> calm down. Something happened
3: to the bar. Probably, was it the corpses? What, they came up, wrecked, wrecked the joint, and then went back downstairs again? Or were driven back downstairs? If I got the impression that well, they have to have been driven. There had to be something that that spiked this door shut.
2: Yeah, they had to be. I think they were, It's possible they were driven back downstairs. Were you killed by whatever did all this? Um, so um, he writes, "No accident." Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Not murder. Um, I don't know how to put this properly, but why are you still here
3: to tend bar? It's like halting, halting writing as it goes. <laughs> yes. You Look, he wants to tend the bar. We would like him to tend the bar. All right. Well,
2: that's... I mean, it's kind of... As far as unfinished business goes, that's a little bit strange, but whatever. Let's not
1: judge
3: too much here.
1: What are we going to do? He he, he elaborates and writes... He's like, Just remember barrel falling on me here. Accident. Just outside. Hmm. Well, look, for better or
3: worse, we have this place, and we need... Money in order to take advantage of it and also deal with now uh, the remains of the bathroom upstairs. I hope the 1800 now includes that. I
1: assume it does. Yeah, Plus, no, no, yeah that's a no. complete like you yeah, f- furnish, no. outfit it, get it up and running, have a tavern. Won't get you stuff, you'll need to get that as well, definitely, yeah. of course. I mean, Carlin
3: says, if nothing else, um, thorough. Yes, correct. Indeed. And, you know, I give a smile at that. <laughs> yes, And then I turn that into a friend's as I look over Jez.
1: <laughs> you are scowled at. So, uh, I guess my question then is, as you sit there, uh, maybe discussing character, what you're going to do, which faction you're going to yes. contact first. Because you can do multiple jobs
3: for multiple well, factions. Let's hear what Hearst uh, has to say, because he seems to have some strong thoughts as to how we're going to be making money.
2: Okay. No, I just, I was wondering if there was, I mean, that... Taking on taking on this criminal organisation is a big risk, but... Oh,
3: yeah, let's not...
2: We have information that we can act on, even if we want to sit on it for a bit and uh, make sure that, A, Wait. the entire party is not... What, what are the other two doing? Are they sleeping off hangovers? Where are they? No one... They Look, just didn't I, okay, turn up this morning. Izzy, I have never,
3: never really thought to ask Izzy what uh, that they might get up to for fear that they will then explain it to
1: me. Oh, by the way, I think that an explanation could be that Nick and Izzy are actually doing a Harper mission like a small one perhaps yeah, just to make you know or at least making contact or something like that just to okay. sort of explain why they, because they're, they're both allies with the yeah. Harpers, so yeah. that that would, that would explain that
3: here's my thing we've already uh taken on Z- uh, the Z- uh um xanathar mm-hmm. i imagine they're already keeping an eye out for a mob of adventurers who uh wrecked them in the warehouse and then went into their safe houses and uh rescued flu mm-hmm. and took out one of the and in both cases have taken out high-level members of their organisation, or at least people mm-hmm. of prestige. Let's not press our luck, as we say in the business of time,ora, and go after any more Xanathar for a while, if we can help it. Sure. But there's nothing wrong with going to establish Bonafide Reputable people and getting, I think jobs is probably not the word we want, unless we're talking about uh, jobs in the quotation uh, sense. Commissions or whatever.
2: Look, I'm all right with that. I don't mind doing dirty work. I just have a couple, like. You don't want to borrow? No, I don't want to borrow because the people you borrow money from are in the interest of, they don't give out the money unless they can make money on it. And that sort of keeps people poor. That's true. Basically.
0: I'm not poor, you're poor. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I wasn't talking about us specifically. Oh. Yeah, just... Um,
3: after, we, after we start throwing money into
2: this, yeah. we... Also, the Xenathar, uh, I mean, or the... No, was it the Zentarium, The guild?
1: Yes. The Doom Raiders. The
2: Doom Raiders. They... I mean, they say they're trying to go legit or whatever, but they're still the Zentarium, and they... Yeah. Uh, not... They're, they're murderous. Look, I just want to do something that's not going to end up with us killing people that don't deserve it or taking part in a system that, you know, basically is only... Designed to profit people on top.
1: All right. So that would leave them the Harbors, the Emerald yeah. Enclave, maybe the Lord's Alliance. They're not they're not really as benevolent as the other ones. They're a bit yeah. more, you know, corporate interests, but hey, they pay yeah. well. Yeah. And then uh, Force Grey, of course. Yes. Now, the question is, though, actually, so, Jez, first of all, let, let's hear your thoughts on, mm. on who you should make contact with. We haven't heard that yet, really. Yes. Who, who would you like to work for first?
0: Who would kind of benefit her her own existing little organization the Deluxe.
2: most? I'd assume that would make you reluctant to work with someone like um, the Lords Alliance.
0: Not necessarily. She she tries to kind k- kind of keep good with everybody. She mm-hmm. she's okay. very avoidant of creating enemies and things like that, and wants to be on good terms with everyone. is quite comfortable she does doesn't have big grand plans to take over the city or anything like that she's mm-hmm. happy to have her own um you know small business um, yeah. and let everybody and you know make sure that everybody kind of allows her to to go about her business
1: great well I mean the harpers definitely work outside the law that's for damn sure
0: yeah that
1: uh, and as do as occasionally does force gray okay. as does well I mean the emerald, emerald enclave is just no I depends. think probably
0: harpers then
1: mm.
3: Another hmm? well, suggestion. I want to run it up, past you to see if you've yeah. got any ideas for it. What about jobs within our neighbourhood?
0: Okay, yeah. What's local around here? Let's. What, 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 not what can we get in? Though. What can we get into to um, ingratiate ourselves with the with the society?
1: I'm so glad you've asked because you have yet to go around and meet your na- meet your neighbours, and in fact. If you can particularly make good friends with the constructors, right? Yeah, so yeah. carpenters, steam so and steel, carpent- so steam and steel, and all- and also the carpenter, the woodworker, that could potentially be something that uh, you know yeah, could right. co- could save Maybe you on costs. Maybe we just
0: introduce ourselves and be like, "Can we help with anything?" I think
3: that's a good idea, especially given that we've uh, made an explosive entrance.
0: Yeah. All right. Well.
3: We've demonstrated that we know how to take care of ourselves
1: you sure have okay then well that sounds great so we'll say that you make your way upstairs from the basement ink fingers is just finishing off a bottle of wine while she finishes off the paperwork she turns and says all right then so who am i going to uh request a meeting to make contact with
3: we're going to get to know the neighborhood a little bit first and see what we can do locally
1: of course let me ask around i'm going to see what i can do to cut some costs uh, if you could make friends with your local neighborhood, a lot of them will be supplying the materials that we'll need. So you may be able to cut costs in that way as well.
3: In which case, we'll need to probably pull from the 300 gold that we're looking at putting into the repairs. She
1: she frowns and nods and says, all right, you make your introductions, put on a great impression. I know you will. She says yeah. blushing again and says, and then I will do my final assessment this evening. I will I will be back here after nightfall. She nods and she nods and runs away. So with that, then uh, I guess you make your way out into Troll Skull Alley, into the street. Mm-hmm. As you leave, you of the places listed, would you like to go to I don't know, Steam and Steel first, or the blacksmith, or? Guess do you have a.
0: I think I mean, steam and steel,
1: or the or the carpenter, or the
0: candlestick maker,
1: or the mm. or, or the herbalist. You really visited the watch and the baker before you did that. Mm-hmm. So, so first of all, you walk out into the neighbourhood, and yeah. it's just delight. There's all these, you know, stone foundation buildings. Most are two or three stories tall. Just think that sort of late Renaissance quaint cottages everywhere. Mm-hmm. Lots of heavily slanted uh, snow in Waterdeep can be very very heavy during winter. Mm-hmm. So most most roofs are very very steep as mm-hmm. far as the uh, you know, the design goes. Lots of gothic architecture. A- a- absolutely <laughs> so. Although this is sort of a quaint little, if you think of a quaint little fantasy neighborhood, everyone's, everyone's quite well-dressed. Most of the people that you see out on the streets are probably the servants of people that live in the larger residences nearby. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, no, all the craftsmen look really interesting. So you can see that there's a couple of buildings around. There's the Bent Nail which there's a small wooden sign above that shop's main door. That's T2, which is the the carpenter.
3: Not in fact a franchise for T?
1: No. Uh, You can see steam and steel. There's smoke and steam billowing up in a huge dark plume, which, you know, obviously makes that a nice easy place to go to first. Uh, You've also got uh, Coraline's crown so it's an, an herbalist it's a, a, seems to be an, an apothecary and physician uh, sort of a place as well and you can also see a very unusual building. so actually as you're making your way to steam and steel, you will almost certainly uh, see on actually to your right. You can see uh, a very strange building indeed mm-hmm. it is uh, it's unremarkable from the outside but there's an orange yeah. and black sign that hi- hangs above the door featuring a, a cat's eyes and it has no writing or anything like that so there's just a, 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 cat, a pair of cat's eyes as the sign outside the, the very very closed up secretive looking store you know the, the, the curtains are drawn and all that kind of thing you have no idea what to make of this, but it's a very, it certainly piques your curiosity, I imagine, because mm. uh, they would also,
3: I think, be neighbours.
1: Uh, there's was one residential building between you, but if you look oh, at it's residential, okay, cool. Yeah, but it, it, if you look at T five, yeah, yeah. So there's one building between you, so it's very close indeed. So, uh, and then just past that, you can see that there's a huge, what appears to be a very, very large, very beautiful-looking bookstore. And you can see because it has a very large sign, uh, which is and it's called the Bookworm. And of course, the worm oh, is going
3: to live there.
1: The worm is a gold dragon, and basically, what 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 the sign depicts is a a large gold dragon smiling as it essentially uh, hugs or cradles a book. So that's adorable. Uh, so you make your way to uh, Steam and Steel first. I imagine. Mm, yeah, sounds like it. Great. All right, then. So, as you approach the front of the store, you can see out the front that they have a large awning, and, it, and on the inside, of course, is the, the, the forge and the workshop and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. When you walk in, there's a little, t- a little tinkle of uh, bells, and looking around, you can see there are many, many finely crafted pieces of metalwork, including some armor and weapons, but also much more sort of mundane metal constructions as well. You know, horses- everything from horseshoes to large pots and pans, cakes,
0: and stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly, exactly, so. Exactly, so. And as you walk in, you can see there's a, there's a large counter. And there is a person behind the counter who currently is polishing a steel helmet. And they are a Ganasi. In fact, they look to be a water Ganasi. Oh. Uh, for those that don't know, Ganasi are those that are touched by the elements. So, I always thought it was genocide.
3: Well, it's like Jadens versus guidance. Um,
0: I, no, I, it's not. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Like, that's just me reading the word and then pronouncing it in my head, so...
0: I've always said Genasi, but I think it's one of those things that, like, everybody pronounces it differently. I
3: think I flipped it on more than one
1: occasion.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, sorry, it's actually Genasi. Genasi. Genasi, there we go. genasi. yeah, there we go. Split the difference. So, behind the counter, you can see a tall, broad-shouldered, lean, athletic, very, very handsome water Genasi. So he has blue skin. He has fine features, high cheekbones, and his hair is a sort of a dark aqua green. And it's very interesting because it sort of waves and moves like he's underwater.
2: Like the hair that the hair so, like it's a bit weightless and a bit shifty. It, yeah. It's
1: completely weightless and it just kind of moves and floats around like he's mm. currently underwater. And so he, you know, smiles and wanders and, and wanders walks over to over. you. Yeah, exactly. The guy walks over and says, Hello, it's it Harvey. is lovely to meet you. Hi. My name, my name is Avi. My, he says, my name is Avi. Oh,
0: that's a beautiful name. <laughs> okay. Oh my
1: God. <laughs> <laughs> he flashes. He flashes you a winning smile and says, you must meet my husband. And he says, he t- oh, and he, t- he turns. Oh, that's nice. Uh, That's a real shame. That is, there. Uh,
0: she looks mildly disappointed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So turning around, I think we would love to meet your husband at some point. He says, "Embrick, Embrick." He says, "All right, I'm coming. One moment." and with that he just you know you hear a thumping sound and for someone who looks very very different he's tall he's also very very large he's clearly the actual forge worker yes uh, and he's a fire Janasi. Ah, right. so the name steam and steel yes. makes uh, perfect sense now yes, so he's he, he has got deep sort of almost reddish coppery skin and his eyes are quite red as in you know like no no pupil no iris just completely red and they have a slight glow to them uh, His hair is a shock well mm-hmm. <laughs> pardon the phrasing but a fiery orange and kind of similar. and yeah it, it, it also moves but it flickers a little bit like yeah. flame Hello It is nice to meet you and he walks over to the to the Hi. side and, start, and, and put he's come up with a very very large chest plate Obama and he's he starts to hang it on the wall. We they're adorable. We just aren't they?
0: Yeah, they're Say it. it, good. <laughs> like, yep, yeah, yeah. He says, nice. oh,
1: he says, oh, you flatter me, so Are you new to the neighborhood? Yes, we're moving into. Uh, he the... clasps his hands uh, together d- d- delightedly and says, oh, magnificent, new neighbors.
2: We're moving into what uh, for at least the time being is still Troll Skull Manor. Oh, you might have heard a uh, big boom. Earlier, as we uh, forcibly evicted a giant toad from the uh, third-story bathroom. I told you, I was not
1: hallucinating. There was a big boom. Yes, yeah, sorry about that. No, no, it is it is fine. It is very exciting. So tell me, you intend to open the tavern? Yes. <gasps> mm-hmm. We are going to have a tavern. We can go somewhere for food. and Will you serve food? What kind of food? Uh, we haven't decided yet. Oh, If you need help picking out the menu items... Oh, we'll come by. Arby turns to Embrick and Embrick says... Yes, he's very good. He's very good at, uh... He's a, a connoisseur of good food and wine. Ah, mm. perfect. He's a, oh, he, he, he flatters me, he flatters me. Ooh, now, you'd be looking to, uh, construct. I imagine we might be going into business, assuming that you would like to buy from the neighbourhood.
2: Yeah, uh, that's definitely a thought. We've got a lot of, uh, ideas and options, especially now that, uh... Uh, we've seen how much uh, needs to be restructured, and yeah, it's yeah, it's going to be a lot of work
1: involved. I think. Mm. Well, so. We like, we, we certainly like hard work. And he looks, oh, sorry, Jess, go ahead.
0: Yeah, no I was about to say, so yeah, we thought we could help you out. You could help us out. Any bits and pieces you need done around here that maybe we could help with?
1: He he looks really excited. We specialize in uh, problem solving, let's say. Embrick gives him like a warning look, no. just like a don't. <laughs> like it's, no. like, it's a strange look that passes between them. And Embr- uh, Avi completely ignores it and mm-hmm. says, uh, uh, have you met Tali yet? The owner of the bed nail, the carpenter? Not yet. No, we'll probably be heading there soon. Embrick just like clanks down the Ooh. like the like the chest plate, and yeah. his eyes actually flare up, and his hair rages a little bit. Like he, he like it, is, it's, is a flare. Yeah, it's a flare. Like his eyes actually glow, and he Ooh. says, "By Kozu's flame, why can't you just let it go?" Don't flare up now, darling. I'm just making conversation with our new friends and asking if they have met the carpenter. They will clearly need a carpenter if they are renovating Troll Skull. He doesn't like the way together. It's fine. We've encountered prejudice before. L- let it go. Leave it, please. And he walks off and storms off. I won't waste any more time speaking of it. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, he, he listen, I, I should explain. Yes, of course. Uh, we wanted to go into business with Tali. We thought, metal, wood, many things can use both materials. It'd be very good for us. We are relatively new as well. We have only been in the neighborhood for a few months at most. And so, we decided to discuss a business proposition. The dinner started well. We went over to his house, and uh, as the night progressed, unfortunately, he seemed to grow more and more uncomfortable, I think, at our kind words and displays of affection. Don't get me wrong, we not very heavy on the public displays of affection the occasional handhold and sweet words spoken mm. believe it or not he says pointing at him with his mm. thumb e- even this one can actually speak nice words to every once in a while he can be very sweet uh, when he's not you know working but in the end he became more and more uncomfortable and uh, said that he was unwell and flatly refused to go into business with us oh. and uh, said and even cancelled the dinner early and uh, saying that he was sick And the worst part is, Embrick had baked the most beautiful chocolate cake for dessert, and we didn't even get to have it. Devastating. Sounds Sounds like a real shame. Obviously, listen, it has been some time since we have encountered prejudice of this nature. Normally, uh, some some people can be uh, 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 distrustful of us for, uh, you know, our genasi heritage yes. believe it or not but this is very strange i i know what embrick thinks but i am willing to give tally the benefit of the doubt i think that maybe something else could have upset him would you would you talk to him for us oh well, of course
3: yes we're nothing but gossips not a problem
1: tally seems too nice to be a well a bigot well we're going
3: to have to talk to tally anyway and if someone's going to be a bigot i can't imagine us uh, or Skull Manor itself Wanting anything to do with that
1: Listen Well Listen I appreciate it I would not expect that anymore, But I, I'll tell you what If you can find out What is wrong And force Well not force him But I mean I suppose uh, Ask him to reconsider Entering into business with us I will give you 25% discount On all of our services Including Ooh. any you might need For your construction Sounds perfect. I'm willing to make, I'm willing to play matchmaker for that.
2: Yeah, I also um, have a problem with people who can't see
1: embricks beyond their own ranks. He he nods and says, "Me? Listen, either it's because we're genasi, or it's because we, we are two men who are together and married. I do not know, but talk to him, find out. Hmm. If it can be solved, then it can be solved. If it right. can't, he shrugs. We'll find our alliance elsewhere."
3: Uh, Tally is proprietor of what again? The bent nail. The bent nail,
1: thank you. The yeah. carpenter. He'd, he'd be there now
3: well we do have to call in on him anyway to get some sort of an idea of a quote so we can make some discreet inquiries I don't
0: think so
1: excellent excellent
0: I'm sure this is just a misunderstanding
1: he he gives a sad smile and says, well, I certainly hope so. Alright. With, with that, you go straight to the bent nail? Yep. Yeah, why not? Alright, so you make your way through the city streets and you uh, eventually arrive at the bent nail. I mean, true to its word, it is literally just a, a hammer yeah. <laughs> pulling a bent nail out of a sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, there isn't actually any words. Uh, before
2: we get in I lean over the line. I'm like, yeah. why would people have a problem with why other people
1: are married? Well, it, it's very rare in Beirut. Like, there isn't yeah. that... Cis- I mean, people can still be homophobic or sexist or yeah. racist, but... Well, I think just Hearst
2: doesn't quite yeah. like, yeah, get exactly that. that. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. Please continue. That's great. Yeah. Like,
2: Hearst is just like... like He understands people being bigoted towards a person's yeah. race because he's experienced it sure. being a half-orc. Sure. But uh, but he doesn't get the, like... Because it's just... For him, it's just like, you yeah, know, it's energy. It happens in nature. Yeah. yeah. Right.
3: Well, I, I don't understand it either. Look, on the streets... A warm body ultimately is what you're looking for when the nights get cold.
2: I know. I just... Uh, anyway, city dwellers are weird to me. The whole marriage thing. Any Anything to add, Jess?
0: No, she she hopes that, um, that it is a misunderstanding. And mm. if it's not, I think she's going to be very mm. upset.
1: Yes, well, we'll see. <laughs> and uh,
0: we'll see what happens.
1: Mm. <laughs> if that happens. Mm. Yes. Well, as we... The scene. You walk into the front door of the bent nail. The bent nail. The door is wide open. Mm. Uh, there's no. There's no doorbell or anything like that. You can see all around beautiful carpentry. This person is cl- very much like steam and steel. In case it needed to be noted, just master craftsman. Mm. Every, every, all the items in both stores are of the most exquisite quality. Yes. You can see, for example, as soon as you walk in, there's a very, very large. Uh, oak wooden table and chair arrangement which is honestly one of the more beautiful things you've seen it's all it's it's all sculpted in animals so each of the chairs is essentially a carving of a particular animal yes Um, and the the table itself is sort of like a wooded glade and all that kind of thing Mm -hmm. over to the right you can see that there is a large workbench and the store is a bit cluttered it's not very well organised so you have to make your way through piles of chairs and there's a uh, just a, a stack of wood here mm-hmm. there's longbows and arrows nice. uh, Jez you can see some beautifully crafted crossbows and Ooh. we're just like oh my <laughs> and, very nice. and of course arrows and so forth as well you can see in the corner a very very burly middle aged half elf <laughs> uh, so he is just a very very masculine looking half elf you know apart from the pointy ears uh, he does not look elven at all you know he's about six foot two he's a very broad shouldered a very ruggedly handsome man he's got a short beard which mm-hmm. is going a bit grey I always picture him a little bit like sort of like imagine Hugh Jackman but with pointed ears like yeah, he's just just a very very sort of a burly fellow his arm his sleeves are rolled up and he's currently whistling on a cane uh, and he's just doing a remarkable job he looks at it and kind of blows the sawdust off the cane you're right mate as he turns around he says oh hello feel free to look around
2: we uh, thought we'd uh, come and say hi. We are you need neighbors moving into the neighbourhood. Uh, we've bought the Troll Skull Manor, and we're going to be renovating it. Oh, you bought Troll Skull? Yes. Oh,
1: you've, you've
2: possibly made a poor decision there. Yeah? Uh, I mean, once we got the giant toad out of the bathtub on the third floor and uh, killed the zombies in oh, sorry, skeletons in the basement, it wasn't that hard. It's, he, a,
0: it's a fixer-upper. He,
1: he looks at you like he thinks you're joking and just sort of gives a little, a, a very good-natured chuckle and yeah. says, well, right then. well, listen, if you're going to be fixing that place up, I imagine you might need a bit of carpentry work. Yeah, it's, uh... Kind of why we're
2: here. Mm. We're
0: we're speaking with a few people, you know, just getting an idea of who's around, who offers what. We've had a chat with the chaps down at the um, Steam Steam and Steel, and we're having a chat with you.
1: You see him give just the slightest wince of pain when that happens. Is Uh, there avenues for insight? or? Absolutely, absolutely, yes. There's definitely a small reaction. (laughs) Nothing. I think I'm on a
3: 15 for that. Let me just take a quick look. Um,
0: zero, So I um, roll yep. a 17.
1: So that's not bad. Not bad at all. Okay, great. So yeah. you, what you pick up, strangely, is sadness. Oh, hello. So not anger, but sadness. Oh, he's jealous. Uh. He puts the cane down and says, Oh, oh but he, he keeps a he keeps a calm face and says, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, they're, they're they're good folk.
0: Oh yeah, y- you friends.
1: Well, we live in the same neighbourhood.
0: I would have thought that uh, your kinds of folk, you know, in the crafty trades, that all know each other.
1: Oh yeah, you know, we've uh, I bought things from them. They bought things from me. You know how it is. But you feel free to look around if you wanted to. I'm going to take advantage of exactly that thing. Uh huh. Let's get a, Let's be
3: a bit nosy. So we're in the workshop at the moment. Presumably the workshop adjoins to like his abode.
0: Uh, Do you oh, want serious? me to continue yeah. to distract him? Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'll just say, oh yeah. So like uh, yeah. I obviously don't have a, a pub to go and have a drink at, but uh, the kind of blokes you want to have a an ale with. He
1: frowns at you for a second and says. Oh, I see. I see. Did they tell you to come and talk to me
0: then? Oh, they may have mentioned that uh, you may be a bit on the outs with them. And I don't know why. Nice chaps.
1: They are nice chaps. Doesn't mean that I want to uh, go into business with them. Look, he sits down and says, uh, I'm not comfortable talking about this.
0: Well, you get and- comfortable, mate. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just going
1: t- to go straight for it. Do you want to try a persuasion or intimidate check? Sounds like intimidate. It does doesn't it? sound like intimidate. does
0: sound like intimidate. I'm going to have to go with that.
3: Is there anything,
1: let's
0: listen
1: to him first. Okay. Um, that's 16. Oh oh, wow, okay. He puts down the cane and says, I know what they're thinking and what you're probably thinking. They think it's because I don't like them being together, but it's not that. Or uh, I suppose in a way it is, but not for the reasons that they think. Look. You jealous? In a way, yes. I used to be married. Why don't I leave it to these two? He, he said <laughs> He says, Look, look, look and he gets he looks really sad for a second. And then he but he smiles and says, I used to be married. Her name was Azola. She was the most beautiful, perfect creature I've ever met. But she was human. We uh, had a great many decades together, but and he, he sort of rubs his beard and says, Well I just got a bit grey. She uh, grew old and eventually Well, it's been several years now, and i I thought I'd moved on. But seeing the two of them together, I haven't seen a couple so happy since we were. It uh, just hurts too much to see them. If we weren't into business together, I'd have to look at them every day. I, can, I couldn't bear it, but uh, how do you explain to someone that you can't be around them because they're too happy? That's not, just... It's not fair to them.
0: So what are you gonna do? Isolate yourself from everybody for the rest of your long life?
1: No, just people that are in that in that in that state of bliss. Mm. It's not. It's not yeah. common.
0: Avoiding happy people. You, yeah. What do you mean? It's
1: not common. Like
2: uh, happy people are usually happily married. Well, all right. You haven't seen them
1: together, then. Clearly, they're. No, we have.
0: I all know right. they're fucking adorable. It makes me <laughs> sick. <laughs>
1: No, I suppose I just, I don't know. And he sort of puts his head in his hands and just, and just looks really, really depressed. Do you Ma- know
0: what I think you need?
1: To not sit in
2: here, I think.
0: I think he needs a friend. Maybe two friends. Maybe the thing that hurts you to be around them can be turned into something a little nicer. But you can't just sit here and stew. You gotta move on. Lyle.
1: Yeah, you. It depends on what on what you're uh, what you're talking. This, but so do you, you have some knowledge, although you don't have any knowledge of religion. You certainly are aware of the church, church uh, situation here in the city. Yes. So, uh, you know for a fact that the temple of Sunni yes. uh, often hosts uh, essentially sermons. Uh, yeah. specifically for widowers., uh, it's a special it's it's a it's a, a not an uncommon thing, and it actually happens in spring quite. Uh, more common than not which is definitely Sunni's uh, you know sort of Sunni's place right so there's a, it, it's a very specific thing that occurs where they have uh, sermons for uh, widowers so they can mourn but also mingle because you know in Forgotten Realms there are lots of cases like this where you know elves married to humans or vice versa <laughs> or even humans married to orcs. Orcs don't live much beyond sort of 50 or so. So, you know, or how you, and half-orcs, you know, 50 or 60. So it's definitely something that occurs. So if, if you you know that that would be a sort of a specialist service that they hold, I mean, whether, whether it would appeal to him or not, you've got no idea, but it's certainly something you can perhaps put to uh, Jez to put to him or... All right. Uh, if I can then.
3: Yes. Uh, assuming that I have this knowledge, if I can quote something uh, from Sunni uh, Wiki on the Forgotten Realms. Of course you can. All right, so probably piping up as I was as I was saying earlier, I was looking around to give some to find out some indication of um, where this uh, wellspring of problems is here. But it looks like we've and we've uncovered it. So I'll pipe up from behind uh, one of the chairs. Okay. Sydney says, moreover, hide not away, but always seek to present yourself to those around you, uh, in pleasing in a pleasing variety of guards and activities, so as to move them with love and desire. Love those who respond to your advance, and let warm friendship and admiration flower. Where love cannot or does not.
1: Okay, wow, that's pretty fancy. Uh, so, y- you know what? You can give me some sort of a check. So, I'm going to say that this will be persuasion. Uh, yes, so to convince him to, in whatever way, to, you know, move on and try to find someone new. To, gonna, yeah, gonna be
3: to a- basically not to hide oneself away in uh, their grief, but rather to greet it and propone uh, uh symbols of it. Okay. Uh in such a way as you would someone you love. Yep, so this will be sort
1: of a skill challenge. So you can make yes. you can yeah that, that that that's amazing. So you can definitely roll with advantage. Okay. It'll, it'll be some kind of charisma check, I imagine persuasion. Persuasion
3: oh. sounds like it. Uh so let's see, that'll be a twenty unnatural. Wow, that's a great start.
1: Jez, do you want to add to this and contribute to the skill challenge, social conflict? of?
0: Or... Um, sure. So rolling persuasion. Yeah,
1: what's What's your argument first? I'll see if I'll give you advantage or not.
0: Yeah, it's basically just like, it's time to move on.
1: Time to move on? Keep it simple. We we,
0: we elves have long lives and, you know, this happens. You will see people come in and out of your life and you've gotta got to deal with it. Just fucking deal with it <laughs> Just fucking Just deal with it <laughs>
2: Okay <laughs> Roll she's, she's not not damage. with not She's not good at this Yeah Have you Have you tried telling him To just
1: fucking deal with it
0: <laughs> 13 13
1: Alright So with Ben's amazing role before That is enough to Tick him over the edge of <laughs> his and says Alright then Very well I should get out there I should try to meet someone new As Ola would have wanted me to You know Don't fall in love with a human My dear
0: Alright Thanks <laughs> Pull well, your half up too That's Yeah exactly
1: I know right. uh, He says uh, Alright I suppose I need to apologise To a couple of Adorable Janasi."
0: I think so I think sh- I'll be open to it
3: Also I'm pretty sure That there's a chocolate cake Waiting uh, With your name it if you do Alright <laughs>
1: well that'll do it then I'm um, sorry so
0: we, oh, we all, all we needed to say Was the chocolate cake This whole time
1: <laughs> He says Wait no uh, work on me uh, I'll do it later on This afternoon After I've carved them something no, you yeah. kids. I'll give them a gift. Okay, with it, with that, he just takes another block of wood and says, "What do you think they'd like?" Ooh, that's a question. I'm very good at whittling. Yes. I mean, probably each other, to be honest. But uh, yeah.
2: we don't actually yeah. know them that well. You no. probably know them better than we do. <sighs> We've only we met them once, and uh, I mean, we don't know much about them. They like they, li- they, they they
3: like each other. I'm trying to think what uh, like, So it's easy enough to put wood with fire. I'm sorry, it's wood with water in uh, a couple of different ways, but wood with fire is a bit of a challenge.
1: Um, I'll, I'll think of something. Um, um, I um, what we can do, though.
3: Tell you what, you guys have missed out on a dinner date, and we're going to be hungry at some point or another. Seeing as we're um, setting up shop in Troll Skull Manor, why don't you and um, Arby and God, oh, got the name. One sec. Uh, Embrick? Embrick. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you? Why don't you, Arby and Embrick, call around later? I'm going to sex them. Okay. Uh, he so he nods and says. I, I like that.
0: You want to call around to our decrepit house?
3: Well, they've got to get to know. <laughs> just a sec. We just need
0: to clean up first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give maybe us three months.
3: Maybe give us a couple of months. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, 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 no That's fine. That's fine. This is, you know, you can meet our poltergeist. We'll just get, yeah, we'll get, we'll get some food. We'll get some food. We'll write up a um a couple of chairs and tables. We should be able to find six of them that will uh, hold our weight. Don't know.
2: Maybe don't show the carpenter our shitty tables and
3: chairs. Oh, actually. What, am I not am I gonna offend him or something? It's Maybe, like, I don't
1: know. I didn't build him. <laughs> okay, he nods and says, That'll be good, thank you. Insulted by that stuff.
3: What the f- what the hell carpenters have you met? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he says, I think we've just established this carpenter isn't
1: prejudice, so I think that also includes wood. <laughs> he, he stands he stares and says, I'm gonna whittle him something lovely. Thank you. I will see, th- I'll, I'll see you this evening. All right. So with that, I guess you uh, stand and uh, and go. So you, you I, do you wander back to Steam and Steel? I, uh,
3: well, I definitely have to call on them to extend the invitation. And then I think uh-huh. we're going to have to get to know either uh, the Herbalists or whoever else that passes for a butcher here. Do yeah, we go just, go to just need herbalist? to have a
0: big dinner party with everybody over? Well, well, let's
3: get these guys over first because, you know, we can only cater for so much. But yes, I think we should absolutely have ourselves a dinner party. The first that chance we get, sounds
0: like a good time, actually. All
2: right. Well, where yeah. t- where to next? Mm. Uh, I wouldn't mind stopping off the herbalists.
3: Okay, fantastic. Mm-hmm. So you are going to make your way to. Plus, also, I want this chocolate cake, and we got to give um, <laughs> we got to give Embrick enough time I to make one.
1: <laughs> I want this goddamn chocolate cake. So Coraline's Crown. So Coraline's Crown. As you as you approach Coraline's Crown. Fantastic. So, as you approach the store, you can see that there is an herbalist, uh, and it, it definitely looks like an apothecary store, but it is closed. And you can see there is a little wooden plaque hanging on the door that says "closed out protesting." Oh, hello. Seems like my kind of herbalist. <laughs>
0: what exactly? Inside pros- protesting.
1: Uh, probably legalizing pipeweed. <laughs>
0: Inside, you can
1: see that there are just reams and reams of plants and uh, bottles and uh, herbals and uh, herbal concoctions and all that kind of thing. Outside, there are many, many potted plants in the windowsills that are all, you know, lovely. Some of them, you can see, definitely have been augmented with sort of druidic-style magic. Yep. You can definitely tell that for sure. But unfortunately, it seems that the owner is out protesting for now. Was this uh, Fala? Fala, yes. Right. Um, who, 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 going by, who going by uh, Inkfinger's description was a they-them... No, uh, which which matches up with Corolan because Corolan, of course, is the elven god that uh, oh, yes. doesn't, doesn't, is, doesn't yeah. have a doesn't have a gender, I mean, agendered. yeah, gendered deity. Corolan terms called. male presenting, but yeah, nice. it, 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 exactly. Corolan is more gender fluid, but it, apparently Father is uh, they/them. I guess in the absence of being able to speak to Father right now, did you want to go and check out the bookstore or check out the weird place with the cat's eyes?
3: I feel like we can probably leave the bookstore. for he? So, yeah,
2: Izzy seems like the kind of person that into. sounds like a plan. Yeah. I have nothing to talk to them about, so... Yeah,
3: let's, all right, let's see what this cat-sized business is about.
1: Fantastic. So, you walk over to this strange building. Once again, it, you know, it, it has the sign which is black with these orange cat's eyes, but you really can't see or, or tell what it is. It doesn't seem to have any wares in the window. There's no front... To it, it's just a white stone, whitewashed stone brick exterior. The windows are all shuttered and, and curtains drawn.
3: They are persistent
1: However, it still has an open for business sign. Interesting. But no other indication as to what business that might be. Absolutely not. Well, one way to find out. I'm opening the door. Okay. You. So we. So you, you open the door. Yep. Uh, it, it, is, it is actually currently locked. Oh. But it says open for business. But as soon as you start to jiggle it, in, yes. from inside you can hear a wait. Wait one second. Thump, 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 thump. And then, The door opens. And mm-hmm. you can see a, a gentleman who is Karatuan. So that'd be uh, East Asian ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Uh, tall, handsome fellow. High cheekbones. I'm imagining Daniel Day Kim. Oh, yes. a, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. D- Daniel Day Kim. Uh, so very, very strong featured fellow. Yeah. Um, he has got a long, essentially, <laughs> uh, he he is basically dressed like the fantasy equivalent of a noir era detective. So he's got uh, brown leather gloves on. He has the fantasy equivalent of a brown leather trench coat, just like mm-hmm. a long, a long coat. Yeah. And, and he even has a small brimmed hat on. Hmm. Like the a uh, uh, more more of a Renaissance uh, style of uh, a fedora almost. Hey, how you doing? Uh-oh. So, cats eye, you say? Yes. He says, hi. He says, "Welcome, welcome." We are. Say, "Welcome to the Tiger's Eye." The name's Trench, Vincent Trench. Oh, doesn't, oh doesn't no. no! Doesn't look like a tiger. Does,
0: does he tip his fedora?
1: <laughs> he doesn't tip his fedora He does not tip his fedora.
3: No, but all right. Uh, hi. I'm Lyle, this is Hurst and uh, Jez. We just uh, took possession of Troll Keep Manor. He smokes a
1: slim pipe. Yep. He's like, and just blow, he doesn't blow smoke in your face or anything. He says, So, you took possession of Troll Skull Manor. You, k- you f- killed that giant toad? I get the feeling you knew most of this. Yes, well, it's my job. I'm You're a de- detective. A private detective, yes. you need answers, I can find them for you. Yep. you need people, I can find them for you. Well, that's something. He says, um... <laughs> What's his name again? Trench something? Vincent Trench. Vincent Trench. Not gonna lie. Unexpected. My services are very reasonable. If you need anything found, you need information discovered, I can do it. <laughs> Um, we might
2: just get in the way of the area. So, can I ask how? I mean, you don't have to go into specific details. No, of course not. But yeah, the ways you do the things you do.
1: Yes. Informants, magic. Oh, let's just say I should keep some of my secrets to myself. Let's just say I get the job done. He's just pointing a finger at you. All right. All right. I don't. I don't need help following baths. That's okay. But you know, like
3: yeah. Maybe. Well, we're getting to know everyone in the neighborhood and just, you know, introducing ourselves, apologize for the mess and the noise.
1: He nods and says, well, I can help you solve the mystery of poltergeist. Actually, that's not bad. I've been looking oh, yeah. at that one for some time on my own.
0: All right, what have you got to say about it then?
1: Well, it depends. Were you from my fee? What was your fee? 50 gold.
0: Mmm, no.
3: Unseen. How about how about 10 gold up front, you give us some idea as to... What the size of what you know. Okay. We'll talk. That I can
1: do. He, he holds out a hand. Alright, and I'll fish sure, out ten gold. Okay. You give him ten gold? Exactly
0: uh, your ten gold.
1: I have a feeling. Uh-huh. So he takes the tangle And you can see that he doesn't take it very easily Like he's not very dexterous He he almost seems like a real Butterfinger sort of person Like he takes the gold and sort of awkwardly fumbles it And puts it on the table Interesting And then then dusts his hands and says So, it's as simple as this Your poltergeist was murdered
0: Well, that's a That's an opinion Really, mate? Like, I assume that he's probably murdered Because he's still hanging around Unfinished business and all that He's gonna give us a bit more than that.
1: Well, the problem is that he doesn't know that he was murdered. When he says accident, he means it. So you've and spoken to him? Yes, some years ago. He won't remember it, of course. He's, Why would that be? He's, all he remembers is the uh, I barrel that crushed him.
3: Yes. He looks different.
1: Yeah, so that barrel was uh, pushed down by one of the minions. How much do you know about the history of that place? Not really much uh, at all. A little bit, but not enough.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Part of my job is to uh, go on scene or a disguise. I'm a master of disguise.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: At any rate, that place had to close down some time ago because it used to be before it was a tavern and a manor, it was an orphanage. And that orphanage was secretly controlled by a hag who would eat the children. Holy living.
0: What insight check? This sounds like a tall tale. I don't have any insight though. Thirteen.
3: Eighteen.
0: So a bunch of
1: adventurers found the hag and drove her off, but she's still out there. Every once in a while she'll return and show great vengeance against whoever resides in the tavern. Buried the lead on that one. However, I still think that she remembers how easily she was chased off the first time by the City Watch, etc. And so she chooses to reap her vengeance uh, sneakily. She was always sneaky. Yes, he was crushed by a large ale barrel. But that ale barrel was pushed by her or one of her servants. That part I haven't figured out.
3: All right, out of game. The notion that hags usually are strongest than threes, is that common knowledge? It is, yes. All right. Normally hags form, what, a coven? Yes. Some type. Was it just her herself?
1: Her sisters were slain a while ago. And so far, I have not been able to make a new one.
3: Well, that's something to be thankful for.
1: Indeed. Pags and threes are a, a, a much, much worse endeavor. So I hear. That's what the right ro- are around to tell us. <laughs> he smiles and says, That's good. I like that. So... Uh, it's been a while since I've looked into this case, but it's certainly something that could potentially be uh, uh, something to, to look at, particularly if you're going to start residing in there again. What did an 18 on
3: Insight give us, by the way?
1: An 18 on Insight gives you very little. I mean, he's he's quite hard to read. Ooh, okay. Not that you think he's on the level. No, Just, just that he's uh, somewhat his ma- opaque. His
3: mastery of disguise is yeah, paying out for be. him. Mm. Yes. All right. Cool. So neither lying... We can't confirm whether he's lying or not. You
1: can't confirm whether he's lying or not. It does not so mean you have to believe him. It, yeah, just, no, it, just, no. it just simply means you haven't caught him in a lie. Understood. Yeah. At this point, you can hear a cry of alarm, uh, what sounds like a child's cry of alarm, coming from outside. And you hear a voice which, actually, you recognize, probably, since mm-hmm. you've spoken to them very, very recently, as a uh, squidly. <sighs> Basically screaming out, let me go, let me go! And then... <laughs> Alright, my um Well yeah, run outside. Absolutely. You run outside and you can see in a nearby alleyway. In fact the alleyway between if you if you look at the tiger's eye, yeah. So this is a small alleyway between the residencies of the residency that is in between you and the tiger's eye and the tiger's eye. Mm Mm-hmm. And you can see what appears to be three robed and dark black armored leather armor wearing thugs uh, that are essentially grabbing Swidley and have him sort of pressed up against the wall. Ooh, no. uh, the guy, the guy in particular that's doing so is a, a handsome, a handsome fellow who looks like he's in his early twenties. He's got pale skin, blonde, mm-hmm. blonde hair. He looks a little bit like Prince Charming from Shrek, but he's, wearing, he's got mm-hmm. black, black leather armor and a dark brown cloak. And he's he's uh, hold
2: he's a bad guy.
1: Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> and he's hold well, most of he, he's holding a ten-year-old by his throat up against the door. And you can see strong, that behind
3: strong play there.
1: And you can see that behind uh, Nat and uh Jenx are, you know, furiously, you know, smacking his smacking his thighs. Black and the, the other two thugs, one is a, uh, a short, very, very burly looking uh dwarven woman who with wicked black sideburns and uh, pale skin, her her hair tied back in a warrior braid. Uh, She has a vicious-looking battle axe, which she is currently (laughs) sort of wrestling with Jenks with. Jenks is trying to grab her battle axe and pull it out of her hands, and she's just, stop it, you know? Um, And the other guy looks like a half elf, He's tall, he's got uh, close-cropped dark hair and tan skin, and he, right now, is holding on to his uh, crossbow, which is at his side, and Nat looked like she had tried to basically grab his crossbow off him. Uh so these kids yes. are these kids are in a bit of trouble. Uh, I, I I imagine you rush up on the scene. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. We just go, Oi, what's going on here?
1: Okay, so the blonde gentleman that has uh Squidly pinned against the wall just says this impudent little brat just tried to pickpocket me. Oh dear. And he puts him on the ground. Let's just say he chose the wrong person. Don't worry, I'm not going to kill him. I'm just going to give him something to remember me by. Mm,
0: you're uh, not going to do that, though. Well, I am, though. You're really not, though. <laughs> Count he <a> says, point. <laughs> Everyone's just <laughs> like, but I am, yeah. but I'm not. So he, yeah.
1: he, okay, he reaches up, he reaches up to his neck and pulls down uh, his collar, and you can see there is a black winged snake tattoo.
0: Ooh, very zent. fucking spooky. So he says, "Zent."
1: He says. Listen, you overgrown street rat. Hello. You don't understand who the new power in this city is. Yeah, you're looking at him.
0: <laughs> Small, happy, like, we no, looking at him. Jenks,
1: <laughs> Squiddly, still with the hand around the throat, just goes, Oh, sick burn. I said, No, he just sort of says, Oh, <laughs> not that's, sure. not that's sure so thinking.
0: insulting. Drop the mutts and get out of you.
1: Because he, he puts down Squidly and says, All right, so it looks like I have some bigger game to kill then.
0: <laughs> All right.
2: Initiative. Looks like it. Righto.
1: If he wants this.
0: Why am I rulings so badly today? Well, I mean, there could
1: be a chance for some final intimidation checks if you like before it escalates yeah so. uh, I feel like I feel like we're right there but
0: I would like to try to get them to piss off rather than fighting them
1: okay, okay. give it a go give it a go but before so, so we'll, say he, we'll say that he menacingly draws his uh, sword and dagger sounds like, sounds like he's also going for an intimidation here though yeah he is though but I mean I can't imagine you're going to be <laughs> he's going to try
0: oh fuck um, so it's only 13. Um, I'd like to go stronger with that, but... Hmm.
1: You you, and, all, you, uh, you all have inspiration, by the way. Okay. Cool. Thank you. If you wanted to use um, it for this, you certainly could.
0: And I just say... Sorry, that was nice. Um, mate, I don't think you know who our friends are in this city. We're well connected. You might be, but we know where your connections are. You don't know ours, so you best... Be careful.
1: That's actually really good. I will give you advantage on that anyway, without having to spend inspiration.
0: And that is going to be a um, uh,
1: 23. Okay. The half-elf guy drops, (laughs) straight up drops his crossbow on the ground and Mm. and runs. Wow. He just runs away. He looks really, really, really scared by that. Nice. The dwarf woman looks intimidated but will still stand looking looking to her you know, her commander, the blonde dude, who looks at you and sa- and seems to be shaken, uh but he will con- he he will still continue fighting. But that that other guy definitely has run away. That's cool. Uh, and he is going to be Uh, essentially intimidated and he's probably going to have disadvantage to attack you on his first round for sure because of how startled he is initiative please uh seven yeah okay so ben is seven
0: i rolled before and it was five
1: okay jesus and mark uh
2: 10 i thought i was doing (laughs) badly.
1: wow all
0: right then so uh
1: so are the kids have the kids cleared out yeah i mean there's they're in proximity but they are going to be scampering okay cool so First of all, uh, they so their turn first. So he draws his dagger and sword, and looking at Nadia and not feeling particularly brave enough to attack her, he's going to go for the small halfling. And so, what is your armor class, sir? Uh, fourteen. He lashes out with both his uh, short sword yep. and his dagger. Bonus action, yes. And I'm sorry. So, uh, so mm-hmm. both of them, both of them hit. Right. So, would you please take? Uh, five damage and yeah. then four damage. Okay,
3: is he adding? Is he using two weapon the two weapon fighting style or is this like a henchy? Type
1: no, thing? he his 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 he, it was just on the with the dagger. Speech. It's just he rolled a four and d four.
3: All right, so that was a five and then that was a four, so nine. Correct. So cool. yes.
1: So the way this works is he lashes out with a furious flurry. He's he's on an overly skilled fencer. He's more of a street fighter that just happens to wield fancy weapons. No answer. Um, but you know you you yeah. still mostly block and whatnot. Have you taken? How many hit points do you have left? I have two left. Okay, so we'll say that the the first one is mostly just you blocking and avoiding and beginning yep. to get tired out as he kind of smashes you up against the wall a little bit, Yeah, and then the dagger does slice you a little bit into the uh, Okay, yep, no problem. Uh, that is then going to be her turn. So she hefts her battle axe and with a cry of rage surges forward for Jez. Jez, what is your armor class?
0: My armor class is 14.
1: So she rushes forward and ooh, almost crits you, but does not. Ooh.
0: So, will you please take 12 damage? Yes.
1: (laughs) Though, where you
3: at?
0: Uh, I have three hit points left.
1: Okay, so the way this works is you you bring up your short sword to block. You mostly do, but she batters you back, and you've almost stumble over a uh, stumble over a water trough next to you. There is a uh, an impact as basically she smashes your short sword into yourself, mm-hmm. and so you have a big bruise on your upper shoulder. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that's it. The, the third because of your intimidation, the half elf mm-hmm. just continues using his turn to run away, and then it's going to be Mark's turn.
2: T- Terse is just, just like just standing there sort of probably in between everybody mm-hmm. uh, just like watching them just not attack him and just be like oh fine because everyone's moved yes uh, my abilities are. I'm not gonna thunder wave no. uh, so I'm going to give the main dude something to think about okay uh, Tom could you please make a con saving throw at oh. a DC 12
3: uh, poison spray
2: poison spray don't mind if I do so uh,
1: it's actually more of a puff but if they say spray okay it's a puffed. <laughs> that that is an al- almost a critical failure if such a thing existed but, oh, uh, if only definitely not uh, 7 poison damage for him please okay so describe this so poison just comes out of your so basically paint. yeah um, like a puff of poisonous cloud and he's like yeah, a- as though you sprayed him in the face of bacon type thing
0: yeah
2: so basically like mm-hmm. the tattoos on uh, certain specific flowers on the tattoos on Hurst's arms oh, cool seem to just pop out a bit more because yeah. like, like they don't glow but they seem to just become more brighter brighter mm-hmm. or noticeable mm-hmm. when he uh, sort of concentrates on them yeah so It's got that kind of like almost like druidic, wodic sort of tattoo thing with a lot of intricate designs uh, woven in. That's really cool. I like it. And just basically, it's just literally just a puff of gas that sort of envelops his head, and then just sort of, in some ways, almost just goes.
1: Into his face. And then disperses. Okay, that's perfect. So it is five damage, is that correct? Seven. So it's seven damage. Wow, that's awesome. So he, it goes right in his face. He staggers back and almost drops his weapons. He just starts violently coughing. Like...
2: And then Hurst will move to stand between him and everybody else. Perfect. Um, good. Weapon arm free.
1: Chill mm-hmm. up. Fantastic. So both Squidly and Jenks back off a little bit. And hug the wall of the alleyway. Nat is actually going to assist Ben. So Nat Mm -hmm. just like... Basically just goes to grab his leg and nice. she like, just like yells out like a, a really really furious little scream from this oh eight-year-old and she's, like, just goes, she, like she just goes to try to try to crash tackle him it. I mean, it doesn't do very much but what it does do is it at, le- at least will give you the aid maneuver because he, yeah. she basically just hugs his, his thigh oh, and just wow. like, sort of tries to wrestle with it
3: so like a free disengage as it were
1: uh, yes exactly so sweet or advantage on your attack roll if you want to attack him
3: no, alright cool uh,
1: so, speaking of which it is now your turn
3: alright I look at the guy who's currently being uh, kind of tackled about the place. Yes. And I say, bad luck for you. And ask, <laughs> bless, uh, oh, bless. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, range of 30 feet, which I suspect is the three of us. Yes. Um, basically, you're going to be able to uh, roll a d4 uh, to your attack rolls and saving throws for up to a minute, assuming that I maintain concentration. Fantastic. So that's pretty much it. Sounds good to me. And I'm going to take it, uh, take the, uh, opportunity to in fact disengage and move, um, probably next to you yeah sure yeah
1: moves it behind or next to Hurst
3: uh yeah probably behind but yeah, honest.
1: no that's fine so you, you manage to duck out of the way but how, how will the three foot
2: tall halfling hide behind the seven foot tall half orc? I wonder <laughs> so
3: hey, the I, mechanics I, boggle the mind. So look well, that's another thing I can literally hide for you behind you in terms of the mechanics <laughs> yes
1: <say>. absolutely <laughs> it's great so Nat still holds onto his thigh
3: yeah
2: and
1: just like starts like she <laughs> with one hand she's kind of doing some furious half sign language to the other two yeah like, and Squiddy's like, no! Come with us! Come with us! Oh um, my god, this kid! Th- that is then going to be uh, Nadia's turn. If you if you attack the main guy, you'll have advantage because of Nat uh, yes, grabbing
3: added, his thigh. Plus add a d4 mm. to
1: the roll. And although because you're all in tight proximity, so although you're engaged with this uh, female dwarf that's hacking at you, you are still also within melee range of him, so you can go for either or.
0: Is this for my attack? The d4.
1: Correct. Uh, who are you going for, Nadia? The, the the leader?
0: Um, yeah, yeah, that guy. To be okay, sure. Sure. Uh, that's not great. So that's nine. He has a small child on his
1: leg. He's coughing and spluttering from getting poison gas in the face. We've set it pretty good for you. That's
0: fourteen. To attack?
1: Yeah, no, that, that will hit.
0: Good, good, good. Okay. Uh, and Sue, so I. I'm a class. It's 30. not a stealth. It's not a stealth attack.
3: No, so. but you did have advantage. Therefore, you still get the stealth attack uh, benefit.
0: Which is the two DC. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Exactly
2: yeah. right. Cool. You hid behind a small
1: child's pummeling fist somehow.
0: Ten damage. Okay. Nadia.
1: Yeah. So, so now, so uh, Jez, how do you take him out?
0: Nice. Uh so uh so what's Nat doing to distract you? At the she's she's
1: grabbed his leg. Like she yep. she tra- she tried to do more. She tried to actually like crash tackle him, but she's not strong enough. She's eight years old. Mm-hmm. So she, she grabbed his leg and he's just kind of, you know, she's oh, she's, she's wiggling and what I with him. do oh, is I like kind of close. like
0: grab her shirt at the back and kind of pull her back towards me like a suitcase okay and which topples him ah. so I get her out of the way it topples him and then I just go straight down with my short sword okay and, his you, and, you're, and you're killing him Yeah,
1: yep so you plunge your short sword deep into him he gives out a final c- coughing spluttering wheeze and then falls still that is then going to be top of the round of their turn the female dwarf just thunk, throws down her axe holds hands up
0: And Jez just says, "No um, more. I'm out. I'm out." Jez just says, uh, "I don't need to know people. I am people."
1: Yeah. Nice. Got it. Um, Got it. Absolutely. No worries. Definition
2: of, I think we're all people.
0: All right. Let's not get too philosophical here, mate. She just. uh, All right.
1: She whips out her coin purse and just throws it to the ground. Sweet. And says, "I'm out." Right. If anyone's watching, that was a gift. We (laughs) didn't mug her so you hear you hear a scream of excitement come from like two windows up and you can see in the the residential abode you can see above what is probably the most adorable thing I can can imagine anyway which is a small toddler halfling because of your small because they're like about a foot tall. Tiniest. <laughs> so there's a little. She. So she has got like really curly, uh, sort of reddish blonde hair. Her little pointed ears. Her little chubby cheeks. So she's uh, she's in basically like a nightgown. Uh, and she's clearly like a you know a sort of a, a, a well-to-do toddler, in there. Yeah. Well-to-do
0: the, toddler. Well, you know, this is this is mother. The poor
1: people are having a fight downstairs. <laughs> Can you make them go away? They're interrupting my nap. <laughs> So, okay. So, I being, to be clear, yes. To be clear, there. This in, is this is a manor, right? Yes. So the, the, the building that exists between yours and uh, is is it? It's a tenement. Residential. Building. This one. So yeah. So it isn't one person's house, but no. there's, there's a few upper middle class people that live here, bordering on wealthy, and so right. so she's just. Like, then Annie, I desire my binky. <laughs> she has she has a very expensive looking uh, animated wooden horse doll in her left uh, hand and she's she's going yes yes
3: I'm being very very mindful of the fact that there is a toddler hanging around an open roof from a high position
1: what the Smice fuck was that <laughs> smite the villains she I, screams
3: out I, I'm ready in an action and that action is should the toddler fall
2: Smash I can
0: try toggle. and catch it. <laughs> Anyway, don't, do. you want
2: to, don't you want to try and catch it before it gets too close to the ground? Uh-oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> From behind here. you, hear, you should have, <laughs> Tabitha, what are you doing? There's a fight going on in the alleyway. Some heroes are slaying some villains. Enough of this. Will you please come inside? Oh, mother! And she's like, get, you, she, she pops back in, and then you see her head poke out just a little bit. Yeah. Tabitha! <laughs> you, you, nice. Basically, you see, I, I totally get yanked back from the window, okay, and, and, and the window is closed.
0: Yeah, <laughs> nice to have a fan club.
1: So Nat uh, walks over to you. Yes, and she goes, you're sort of all of a height, right? So yeah, she, exactly She's that. a little bit shorter than you. She's she's short for an eight year old, but not long. Uh, actually, no, she's quite. She's she's lanky and a little bit tall, but she's about that's angry. fine. So she puts a she puts a hand your shoulder. Yes, and then gives some gives some little sign language. Mm-hmm. Uh, Squidly says. Uh, she says. She says that you smell and grins. Did you lot actually try to pick their pockets? Yes.
0: Like, just don't get caught next he time. He points he
1: points <gasps> at the No, because he points at the coin purse of oh, a leader. Which yeah. is Pretty it is a size yeah, of grapefruit. I get it, but like Also, also, people don't get coin purses
2: that size and wear them around openly without a reason. I know, I know. Don't be
1: stupid. But look, it's, they're obviously Zentarum. We know all about the street codes and stuff. It wouldn't be wrong to steal from Zentarum. They're thieves. Yeah, Except it's for not the fact that they
0: steal from the Zantarum. It's just that you're caught. And if you do, Hi, guys, it's just a, just want
3: to Jump in here, but we all we all done and do crime on on the regular.
0: Yes, so can we, we, we can defend ourselves well.
2: <laughs> well we're, we're
0: good at crime. Well,
2: I can defend myself. I'm not the one that got swallowed by a toad
1: this morning. So yeah, one a hum- point of that wasn't crime. That was in that was fumigation. <laughs> that was defence. <laughs> Jenks walks up to you, Jez. Uh, Speaking so, of fumigation, guys. So j- 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 uh-huh. jinks- walks up to you Jez and My just smell. sort of t- just tugs on your you, you don't have a skirt your pants but t- t- mm. t- 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 do you have do you have a cloak or a hood
0: yeah yeah. just sort of
1: tugs on your cloak and says what's up kid she didn't say that he smells. she said thank you
0: oh oh well that's nicer oh. thanks kid no worries just stay out of trouble yeah
1: um so so Jenk says uh, like, like hold these little pudgy hands up to your hands and so and like Basically, he, he, he said, if you let him, mm-hmm. he just kind of moves your hands in a couple of little motions. Well, yeah. He said, that means thank you. If she'd like it, if you did that. Oh, Inside check to Stop. see
0: if that actually means fart. <laughs> Sorry, Jay. No, okay, so I, I remember. I remember. Thank you. I okay. put, put yeah. that in my mm-hmm. brain memory bits. And, and, and for the you, next and time. so you,
1: and you do it to you. You express <laughs> you boy, that yeah. to that. I am yeah.
3: learning that feat that lets you read lips when it gets to level four.
0: Well one,
1: well, one, and also one thing in downtime is you can, uh, if any of you want to, uh, you, you can learn a language. If you want to learn the kid's language, that'll be adorable. Uh, so, you, if you do that to. If you do that to Nat, uh, Mm -hmm. Jez, then she just kind of, like, looks back for a second and just, like, nods and gives you a smile. And then she will give you a hug if you want. Yeah. Yeah, so she gives you a quick hug. And then... (laughs) <laughs> then it sort of gives you more of a warrior salute, just sort of, yeah. uh, you know, Lyle just puts a hand on your shoulder. Give hey,
0: yeah, Maybe, I,
2: I, yeah, I maybe the pickpocket should get out of here before the guard arrives. Okay,
1: got you. Thank you, though. And, like, they all, they all, they all scamper. God, they're so bad at this. Hell <laughs> <That laughs> then. Oh. Oh, no, not at bad. this rate they won't. They'll be dead before they're old enough to learn. Oh,
0: God, you're <laughs> such a grump. You
1: are. And with that, I think that's a perfect time to leave it for now. Uh, An excellent first day in the neighbourhood. Absolutely. Lots of good things done and seen.
0: Thanks for listening to Shared Sagas. All music on the show is used under Creative Commons. Check the episode notes for full details.